Welcome to Those Guys Sports. This is your boy Mike, and this is the Those Guys Sports present Toronto versus everybody. I actually made a recording about a few days ago, and I mainly spoke about the lease, but then I was having some issues uploading it. So I was unable to upload my Toronto versus everybody original podcast, so I had to make a new one, hence why this one's coming out today, today being Sunday, and usually it's out on the middle and end of the month. This is my second episode. If you don't know what Toronto versus Everybody is, this is your boy Mike, and I'm just going to talk about, you know, the, the four main sports, that's, you know, hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer, but the only thing is, I'm not going to be talking about TFC right now. The, it's the beginning of the season, but I just felt that the season just ended. Call me later when they're hopefully in the playoffs. When there's hopefully a chance of us making it. Where we won't lose to Seattle in such a heartbreaker. Call me then. But this is the Toronto versus everyone. Where I'm going to talk about the Leafs and their playoff positioning. I'm going to talk about that fishing trip that people were talking about. I'm going to talk about the Blue Jays extremely briefly. Because quite frankly, win March. Yes, the season's upon us, and I will probably do a preview of the Blue Jays. But let's, let's, we're not going to focus too much. It's the same topics over and over again with the Blue Jays. And with the Raptors, I got to focus on the Raptors a little bit. As they're very up and down, so you know I got to talk about the Raptors, their players own meeting, and a whole bunch of other stuff with the Raptors. But let's start off with the Toronto Maple Leafs, who had an overtime loss against Chicago. Chicago's a team where, you know, don't expect. That's a, Chicago is where, <clears throat> is where Toronto wants to be. Why is my, <clears throat> my throat's killing me? But Toronto is where, or Chicago's where Toronto wants to be in the future. They look at them and they see Kane and Taze, and that's Marner. And Matthews, we're hoping we have that in them. We're hoping we can get a Duncan Keith type of defenseman because, quite frankly, I don't think, I think most people would say Morgan Riley's not that guy. Duncan Keith is a master. Morgan Riley's not that guy. Probably a second, a second, maybe third defenseman, but as we can clearly see, he's not that number one guy. And we need that number one guy for this team. And it wasn't a good loss. It was the 7-0 spanking that they received. But then they faced Tampa Bay and won 5 nothing. But in the previous podcast, I said, you know what? Their biggest game of the season was against Tampa Bay. That's their biggest game of the season. They have to win. But, and they did. But I said, why are we worried? At the time, the Leafs had 68 games while Tampa Bay had 69 games. And they were just a point or physical point ahead of them. Tampa Bay was. And so was the Islanders. The Islanders were actually above them both. But I'm like, they're both the Islanders and Tampa Bay are, are easily, uh, like clearly 
they're a game ahead of them, but they're just one point ahead. So if the Leafs win a game, then they're back on top. So what are we really worried about? What are the? Why do we have all these? Oh, the Leafs are not going to be the playoffs. Blah, blah, blah. What are you talking about? There's no proof to that. There's no proof to that fact that they won't make the playoffs. But they did a, they did a good job against Tampa Bay. It wasn't their best game, but they still won five nothing. Chicago was a, you know what? Like I said, Chicago's a, a probably the what the second best team, third best team in the West. Some would say they're the first best team, depending on how you look at it. I would say they're probably the second best team. I I. Um, they're, no, no, they're, they're the first best team. They're the best team in the West. But I don't like... I have to say San Jose's a great team. We all know how good San Jose is. I guess in my video, which is on, you know, Those Guys Sports, my YouTube channel. Make sure you check it out. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and follow. I said that San Jose has, they're to me, the second best chance of winning the Stanley Cup. But like I also said, it's probably my heart pick. It's not the pick that I... Can, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't put money on San Jose. I'll put money on Chicago, but I'm not going to put money on San Jose. But Toronto, you know, they did what they had to do with against Chicago. Then they have to face Boston, a team that they may face in the playoffs. You know, depending on how things go, but they, they probably won't. It may be a Washington matchup. But right now, the Leafs, you know, with a game behind... Boston, if they were to beat Boston, they're creeping on that third that third place in the Atlantic Division. And then if they do, let's say they actually end up being third place, who do they have to face? Ottawa. That would be a pretty entertaining series. Crosstown rivals. Not really Crosstown, but like the capital versus Toronto. Toronto feels like they should be the capital. That would be a great series for the for the Leafs, for Leaf fans, for Senator fans, for the league. It'd be great for everybody. But one thing I want to talk about, something that I saw that I didn't really, I wasn't a big fan of. I wish I didn't even know. I re, I really wish I didn't know. Is about the Leafs. So before their seven nothing loss, they had a game. They they, they were, they, I believe they were in Florida. Now the biggest problem that I have with this whole situation, yes, they went fishing. They went they went to Florida and they fished right before their seven nothing loss in Tampa Bay. But my thing is, sorry, not their seven nothing loss. They beat Tampa Bay. It was uh, they definitely beat Tampa Bay five nothing. But they're in Florida going fishing. How, how is this a problem? How is this? I, I, what I really think is that whoever is complaining about them going fishing, literally fishing, you know, them going fishing and then going to face Florida to lose 7 nothing. Yes, I, I know the score was 7-2, but why are we counting the two points? Why, why are we honestly counting the two points? What do these two points have anything to do with this game? They lost seven nothing. Kadri had a minus five. The game, the game was really bad. It was really really bad. 
was extremely bad. Frederick Anderson had to get pulled. Like it it was the game was just atrocious. The team didn't show up. I agree. The team didn't show up for this game. They lost. They should have won the game. It it was a it was a really bad game. But for any person that is complaining about them going fishing, do you have a day job? Do you have a, a, a regular job? Because if you do, how are you going to complain about someone going fishing or, or, or on a mini vacation? It's not even a mini vacation. They went fishing. They're professional hockey players. It's their job. So what they do on the off season or on off their, on their off day is their their opinion. I think I heard someone say that you may want to do that during the off season to go fishing. I'm sorry, sir. Wherever you work, if you had a Saturday off and you want to go fishing with your your sons, I know they didn't. They went fishing t- together. Or heck, you want to go fishing with your friends. Is anyone going to question you after? If you were just really tired on Monday morning and you didn't get a key sale or whatever, is your boss going to go like you should have went fishing? Because if your boss did, you would look at your boss kind of side eye. You would look at your boss and think, what are you talking about? If I go fishing, I go fishing. Whatever I do and I'm not clocked in, is what I do when I'm not clocked in. When I'm working and what I do when I'm not clocked in is no one else's business. It's my th- it's my want. If I want to go fishing, let me go fishing. What is best? Yes, let's let's talk about someone. Let's talk about Ezekiel Elliott. Yes, this is the Leaf Toronto versus Everyone podcast. This is your boy Mike. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe. But look at Ezekiel Elliott. He went to Mardi Gras, pulled the girl's shirt down like an idiot. Like, that's a really stupid move. He pulled the girl's shirt down. He's, he's still kind of getting paid from the Dallas Cowboys. It, it doesn't make sense. He's on vacation. So what was worse? Those guys on their day off going fishing or on vacation because the NFL season's done what Ezekiel Elliott did. What's what, what was worse? What Ezekiel Elliott did, obviously. These guys went fishing. That's not to blame for why they played bad. They played bad because they didn't show up. So any fan who thinks that because they went fishing, they lost the game, then truly you make no sense as a fan. As a fan, you then you're, you're not you are not the most smartest fan in Leafland, and you you must be better. You must be better because that's a ridiculous thought to have. As fans, we we need to be smarter than that. They don't owe us any explanation of why they went fishing. It's their off day. They deserve to go fishing. Like I think it's ridiculous for anyone to think. Something so crazy. They went fishing? How long did they go fishing for? 
for what, three hours maybe? They even went longer. They still went to bed. They still woke up. Their same morning routine was their same morning routine. Fishing on an off day did not affect their game day routine. And if it's not going to affect their game day routine, what excuse do you have? They lost the game. That's point simple. They lost the game. Look at the standing. I forgive them. I, what would I mean? I, I, it's, nothing, there's nothing to forgive. I understand why they did what they did. It makes sense. They have every right to do that. Professional hockey players have to answer. They went fishing. They literally went fishing. What they did is went fishing. Did not change anything. But it's a new day. It's a new time. Look at this team. They're in a playoff spot right now. They have, what, 12 more games left? They just got to honestly get a point. They have to get a point in at least seven of them. Get a point in seven of them, then playoff bound, for sure. If they don't get a point in seven of them, then we're, we're looking... We may look outside the playoffs. But look at the teams we're, we're competing against, really. The Islanders, who may be sliding because they lost again last night. Tampa Bay also lost, but I believe they're facing the best team in the league, so it doesn't really matter. But Tampa Bay's getting their guys back. Stamkos just started st- uh, skating. So this team is, could, could honestly pull out 10 straight wins. Calgary did it. Why not Tampa Bay? Look, I I literally see why not. But then let's, let's look at it like this. The Islanders are still a good team. They're the ones... I'm not the worried about that. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. So like I to talk about them, I don't I don't think so. I don't I don't think Tavares is gonna lead that team that far. He's probably gonna leave soon anyway. He hates that team. So he's he's gonna leave no matter how 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 much efforts they try to put in, they're not gonna make it. I'm sorry. Now you look at a team like Toronto, to me it's Toronto and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay goes on a hot streak, then you know what? I'm sorry, Toronto, you're not making. If you put every healthy player, you know, on, and you look at Tampa Bay Islanders and the Leafs, Tampa Bay's the best team. Clearly, the, Tampa Bay's one of the best teams in the league. They should have, they should have been like, they should be first place right now. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. They're that, they're, they're that talented. I predicted them to go that far. It didn't happen that way. But this Leafs team is. In the playoff spot, we as fans should be happy. We shouldn't talk about Fishgate anymore. I think that was a one-day thing. It was, it's dumb that it was even brought up or people even got mad at that. Oh, well, they, they should play. They should go on vacation. They do this on vacation. What? Shut up. Shut up. That is crazy. That is ridiculous that you would have that, have that thought. 
It's ridiculous. But let's move on to another Toronto team. Yes, this is the Toronto versus everyone podcast. This is your boy, Mike. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. Don't forget to also follow me on my uh, Twitter, my Instagram. Also, check out the YouTube channel. The videos there posted almost every day. I would say almost every day. But I post. You know, you got to definitely watch the videos. I got a Stanley Cup video saying who I predict. You know, I got my NBA videos and everything. Uh, videos I'll start making it more of as my Blue Jays. Because, you know, Blue Jays, that I honestly can see it as once it hits July, my Toronto vs. Everyone podcast is going to be a lot more Blue Jays than ever. Like, because it's just all you can really talk about is the Blue Jays. They're a great team. They have they have great players. They're going to be fighting for the wild card, just like the Leafs are this, in the NHL. So we should be expecting that from our Toronto team. Now, don't. When you look at the Blue Jays, honestly, this may be a three-minute conversation about the Blue Jays, just because there's nothing really to talk about against, or in regards to the Blue Jays. Like, what are you going to talk about? What, what can you really say about the Blue Jays? They, they're okay. Like, and I mean, like, they're, they're I mean, they're okay in Grapefruit League, which means they have the worst record, I believe, in Grapefruit League. They, some of their players are in, are playing for. Um, the baseball classic, so you don't know what they're doing. Batista's playing well. Morales is playing well. Uh, Stroman pitched a really good inning, really good innings. Like we're not. It's this this preseason for them. It really seems like nothing. We're gonna talk a lot more about them. What people are talking about are still, you know, Josh Donaldson just started, you know, running around the bases. He's getting back to being healthy. He'll be a hundred percent for, and even if he's not. You know, he'll still be that guy. He'll get some days to rest. That's why we have guys like Steve Pierce that we brought in. We still have, you know, Barney, who may be playing some minutes. Pilar, um, who people are talking about, is may lead off. And I'm just not going to play Donaldson minutes, but he's going to lead off. Maybe Donaldson will DH. Like, these are the same things we've been talking about for a few months now. Oh, well, we could talk about Sanchez and his arbitration hearing, you know. He's not making, he's making a hundred grand less than some of the other young talents. But if he just keeps going on this path, he's going to be a health, he's going to be very healthy soon. He's probably going to be the most expensive, most expensive Blue Jay pretty soon. He's going to be making $25 million pretty soon. Like in three, four years after his contract is done again. Or if they renew his contract, he's going to be making that much money. So, yes, it's a hundred grand less, but... Trust me, that's going to be the last time he makes 500 grand unless he's a 45-year-old reliever trying to get into the major leagues. It just doesn't... He he will be making a lot of money very soon. You know, it sucks, but Scott Boris wants to keep talking for his client, which makes sense. That's his, that's his agent. He should be defending his agent. He should be. But other than that, like, it, it, it is what it is with this team. It really is what it is. And it is what it is with with uh, Sanchez. It's he'll get his money. He'll, he'll definitely get his money. There'll be a lot more Blue Jays talk. I will do a Blue Jays preview. Probably my next uh, Toronto versus Everyone podcast will probably just be a Blue Jays conversation in the sense of preparing us 
preparing us for the regular season, which is coming up very soon. So I will do a Blue Jays podcast about that. And just for my wrestling fans who probably listen to this, I probably will do a WrestleMania podcast, like a prediction podcast. Um, I like podcasts, so I may do one. But let's move on to probably the main event. I hope to not always have the Raptors as the main event. I may have Lee as the main event, Blue Jays as the main event. But right now, the Raptors are the main event because, you know, both, the Leafs and Raptors are both fighting for the playoffs, you know, both fighting for playoff positioning. But with the Raptors, like the Leafs, we're just happy that we're here. Like, let's, we're just happy we're invited to the party. Like I said last podcast, we're just happy that the, the, that beautiful girl invited us to the to the to the dance. Like we we're just happy. The Raptors have been to the dance before. We've had the pretty girl in the dance. Now we've been in the relationship for a while now. We've been in the relationship for about what four four years now. Now we're looking at each other like, what's next? When are you going to put a ring on me? That's what the Blue Jays. I mean with the Raptors. When are you going to put a ring on their finger? This team is extremely up and down. We beat Washington. We beat Boston. But then we lose to Washington by big. We lose to Milwaukee. You have one good win. And you have one good loss. You lose to Atlanta. You get clobbered by OKC. After having a couple days off. You get clobbered by OKC. It was just, oh my gosh. I couldn't even listen to the radio. It was disgusting. And then you have a really, really grind out game against Detroit where you win and you don't even score over 90 points. DeRozan doesn't score over 15 points. So this team's extremely up and down. And it's kind of frustrating to see. Now they have their game against Indiana. How will they do against Indiana? How up and down will that game be? I hope it's not too up and down because I don't want to see it go up and down. I want it to be a consistent game. I want them to do well. But you just never know with this team. Offensively, this team is not good. And that's where the whole up and down has started. The team is not good. They they can't score the, the basket. They can't. They can barely shoot threes. The most consistent three-point shooter is Ibaka, where it should probably be Patterson. Um, or even Carroll should shoot more threes. It's just the... But a lot of people shoot threes off of Kyle's, like, dishes. And without Kyle, they're not having those assists. You know, I know he was... Okay, I know he was facing Brooklyn. But when Corey Joseph scored his career high of, like, 30-plus points, where's that? Where's that been since Kyle's been gone? I want to see that. I want to see one thing with Corey. When he gets into the lane, he's really good. His uh, jump shot, his mid, his his mid uh, mid range shot, really good. I want to see more of that. I want to see them feed to Valentunas more. Last game was very uh, was very team oriented, which had to happen after their blowout loss against OKC making Westbrook look like a, a dominant figure. They literally let that guy do whatever he wanted to do. So then the team did a players-only meeting. A players-only meeting usually happens when the team is not seeing eye-to-eye. And obviously this team is looking at each other and they're not seeing eye-to-eye. 
there's something, there's a communication breakdown for this team. It could be with the coaching staff versus the players. It could be the players versus the players. The, but there is, there is a communication breakdown with this team that clearly is hurting the team. So they had their, everyone's talked about it. Everyone said that, you know, everyone spoke during the meeting. No matter who, who it was, the person spoke about this team. Because this team believes in each other. Patterson told, I believe it was Matt Devlin, that this is the most, like, they believe in each other more than they did the two years ago when they got swept by Washington. This team actually believes in each other. They believe that there's something special here. Because this team, what we're looking at right now, may not be the team next year. Patterson may not be on this team. Ibaka may not be on this team. Kyle may not be on this team. So this team could look drastically different next year. JV may not be on this team. This team can look drastically different. But something that they were talking about during the meeting was playing some damn defense. Because when when was that going to start? When was this team going to start playing some defense? Because you see it. Like, ever since the All-Star break, they're they're third. So you know what? You can't say they haven't been playing defense because they have. But it's more like, when is it going to stay consistent? When is their defense going to be... The reason why their offense is good. Because really, but the offense sucks right now. And it's not because of their defense. Their defense is not helping the offense. Hamas is just not playing well. So if you think about it, they're real. They, they really need their offense back. But their offense has a wrist injury. And yes, he may be dribbling the ball more today. But unless he is shooting the ball, you don't know how it's going to be. I don't, I don't want, I need Kyle to play the last five games. If, I, if I'm a fan, if I'm the Raptors, if I'm Masai, if I'm Jeff, if I'm... If I'm uh, Dwayne, I need him to start shooting the ball. I need him to start. I need him to be healthy now. This all this rest is great. He's not playing the rest. He'll get his win back. I like that. I, the thing is, I want I want Kyle to be as rested as possible headed to the playoffs anyway. But I don't want to be injured rest. I want him to just get LeBron James rest, Kyle Kyrie Irving rest. That's what I want. I'm going to need Kyle. But in this player's only... I'm going off track. But in this player's only meeting, when everyone talked, P.J. Tucker mentioned it, which I think he regretted. Because even in the Raptors, you know, YouTube channel, P.J. Tucker's interview is only 22 seconds. Because I believe he spoke more. And I'm pretty sure he said some things that he didn't want to have been said. The player's only meeting is a very private meeting. He spoke about how he said to DeMar DeRozan, you know, you are a leader. Your offensive leader, but we need you to start playing defense. And from what, what was told, DeMar said he's gonna start playing defense. And against, it was kind of Tobias Harris at times. I think even KCP, he was playing again on. DeMar was playing some defense. Probably one of the best games I've seen DeMar play defensively. And that's what we need. Look, when Ibaka came, JV's defense increased. Now, if PJ Tucker's here, hopefully. DeMar's defense can increase. Because you look at this team defensively, when Kyle's back, wow, what a great defensive team. And let's just say this may sound bad. Put DeMar on the bench for one second. Let's just put him on the bench. Let's just say you had a Kyle, Powell, DeMari, or PJ, Patterson, and Ibaka. That's a great defensive team. And you still have some offense in Ibaka, Carroll can shoot the three, so can PJ. 
Kyle can score, and so can Powell. Now, if DeMar's playing defense, when they go into their last five minutes with Kyle, DeMar, uh, PJ, or Damari, uh, Ivaka, and Patterson, that's their best defensive lineup. And offensively, they still have their two guys, and they still have a third option. And they still have two guys who can shoot the three in PJ or Carroll or Patterson. I'm looking at this team like, damn, this team could be really good. So I'm hoping this player's only meeting said it's a put up or shut up time. We only have 14 games left. It's put up or shut up, shut up time. But other things that this team needs is, you know, and one thing, it's weird how Terrence Ross is gone and this team really need really needed him in the sense of the three-point shooting. Said you can switch it around because Kyle gets JV involved where, um, where Ibaka doesn't need DeMar to get involved. Like, Ibaka can score on his own. So you can kind of switch that up. But you need those four guys to always kind of be with each other. You can't have JV on the court without those three guys. You, you need one of the three. But not Ibaka. You need one of the two guards. So you need to have the, those two guards with their best bigs at all times. It's just the best for this team. But a player that I've been speaking about a little bit is Damari Carroll. So, as you can clearly see, Damari Carroll's not playing some fourth quarters because P.J. Tucker is. I think that can possibly be a thing one day. I honestly do. Um, yes, Carroll says he just wants to win no matter what. But, you know, Carroll, you brought him in to, to be a certain type. Like, you brought him in for this, you know, for the playoffs to guard LeBron. And I'm going to get to the whole LeBron situation and, and getting, you better get third. You better get third. Um, but... I'm thinking Carroll's not playing as much, he's, he, but he's still hurt. I guess his leg is still hurting him. But I, st- I really want to see a lineup with, you know, Kyle, Kyle, Damar, Damari, PJ, and Ibaka. Like, defensively, great. Like, I don't know. I just, I just think what you can do, what a team can do with both Carroll and PJ on the court. Because Carroll's still a good, good defender. They're, they're both different type of defenders. Like, they're both really good. And I think having them on the court at the same time, they're, they're scrappy. It's, I just think the team would be, like, better. Like, they're, they're going to go for it. And when that playoff basketball enters, I think P.J. Tucker is going to be such a factor in playoff basketball. I think this team, this team's not like last year. They're way better defensively. And I believe, I actually believe in this team more. Especially, I just want to see Kyle play. Because once Kyle plays... I just think, I honestly do think this team can be special. And I think when Kyle's playing, and if he's playing at his all-star level, I think I think the seven-game series against the Cavs. And with it, and I maybe just be a homer about it. Because I think with Kyle playing, they're better than Boston. The thing with Toronto is that they, they play they play to team strengths too much, and I think that's a fault of Casey's. Uh, they play to the team strength, and I, I think the, them and Boston will probably go seven games, which they shouldn't. I think Toronto's actually clearly better than Boston, especially because Boston doesn't have a third, a second guy. Um, they have a third guy in Horford because I don't think they feature him as much. They feature him like a third guy, just the way that they feature JV as a third guy. But, um, and then at the end of the day, I think in, a, in regards to Boston, if they just let JV go to work and they have to play big on JV, I think that's hard. That's hard. I think in the playoffs, if they are playing JV to JV's strength, it's hard to beat this team. 
I think it's really hard. If JV's honestly, if JV's, because if JV's active offensively, the things that you can do defensively can can be good for you. So if you had a JV and Ibaka, it, it's hard. Teams are going to have to really, you know, play against those two strengths. The thing that makes Anthony Davis and, DeMar- and, and DeMarcus Cousins good is because you still have to play them. Yes, they both, you know, they can both go out and shoot the three, blah, blah, blah. So that's a little bit, they can space the floor. So I understand that. But JV is, he, I can say, is an elite post player. An elite post player. So Plato is, Plato, the strength of his, you know, his, his defense has gotten better, but his pick and roll defense is, is a little questionable, but it's gotten better. And with Ibaka there, teams still have to think about it. And I think the playoff basketball, I think playoff basketball, at the end of the day, you're going to see JV through most of the game, but then you got Patterson at the end to stretch the floor. And I think that's going to be good for the team. It's going to be really good for the team. But I just really want to see Carroll play more. I, I really do, even though I, I love PJ Tuck and I love what he brings. And I'm glad they, I'm so glad they brought him to the team. Like, I'm probably the best signing, or the best free agent. I kind of feel like that's more valuable than Ibaka. Like, I don't know why. I think it's, I, I like I've always said, you don't need a power forward. You need a, a small forward who can help you guard LeBron. Everything else is, is fine. You just, you just need that. Like, you really did. You could have just, you could have got any power forward and I would have been, you could have got Todd Gibson and I would have been okay with it. But getting PJ Cup. Tucker, I think, is a real benefit to this team. Um, the reason why you needed a scoring power forward is because you didn't give JV the ball enough. That's why. But I just want to have, you know, this is a short podcast just because I didn't have a lot of Blue Jays talk. My Leafs talk wasn't as long as I would use it because I, I, I spent probably 30 minutes on my first podcast before it got deleted on the Leafs alone. But now they're in a playoff spot, so a lot of it was them not being in a playoff spot. Um, but I'll have a bold prediction for Toronto, the Raptors. Once again, thank you for listening. This is the Those Guys Sports podcast. This is Toronto versus everybody. Because literally, it's Toronto versus everybody all the time. So my bold prediction for the Raptors is that they are going to be the third seed. I'm looking at the standings right now. They're two games back. They win tonight. They're pre- they're a game and a half back. If Washington loses tomorrow. They're a game back. Washington has a tough road ahead. Their last 14 games, 10 of them are away. Think about it. If 10 of them are away, they're probably going to go 500. Because they are 500 right now. So they're going to go 5-5. Five and five. And then at home, they may go 3-1. and one. So if they go 3-1 and one and 5-5 five and five in their last 14 games, which I think now is different because now they, they lost to Charlotte. So And I think Charlotte was away also. So 5-5. Five five. So out of the 14 games, they're going to go 8-6. and six. They're gonna go eight and six, and even, even if they don't, they, they go nine and five. Okay, so Toronto has well the same amount of games. Toronto can also lose games too, so it's definitely the case. But if Toronto loses four, if they go ten and four, they're both tied. They're both tied for the same spot, and then it's Toronto. So I just don't see Washington not winning, and I think they're so Toronto's last game is against Cleveland. No one in Cleveland's playing, and if depending on where, if Toronto has to win that game to be third seed to avoid Cleveland, Kyle, Demar are gonna play. Everyone's gonna play, and they're gonna win that game, and then they're gonna be third seed. I just don't see Washington. I don't see Washington being third seed. I just don't see it. I, I, I they have such a, a, a tough road. And they have to face teams like Miami. So does Toronto, but like teams like Miami, Milwaukee, Charlotte. 
Um, Toronto's face Indiana, but Indiana's probably going to make the playoffs. Where Miami and Charlotte and Milwaukee may not make the playoffs. So Toronto, I mean, so, uh, Washington really has to work their butts off to make sure that they, that these fighting teams like don't win. I, I think the teams that Washington has to face have more to prove and more to gain. They have to face the Clippers, Utah, Cleveland, all the way, all the way, face them all the way. Utah's fighting for the fourth seed. So is the Clippers, who haven't been playing well either. And they want to show that they're still an elite team. Like, I, I just don't see the greatest things coming from the Wizards' road. Like, But it's not going to be on them. It's just going to be the fact that their, their competition is going to rise. And I don't think they're that good of, of a team to meet this competition level. I really don't think so. I really don't. So that's my bold prediction. I think the Raptors will take third seed. I think they will... Face probably Indiana in the first round. I think they'll beat Indiana in five, six games because they should. With a healthy Kyle, they should beat them in five, six games. Um, then they'll face Boston. And honestly, that's a who knows. That's a honestly who knows. Because Isaiah is still Isaiah, you know. And Isaiah took two games off to thus face Washington. So don't don't forget that he he'll be there. But that's it for my those guys sports. Toronto versus everybody. I hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to leave a comment if you want to leave a comment. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to watch my YouTube channel. All the links in the description are below. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and all that. I will talk to you very soon on April 15th, I believe. That will be the next podcast. Oh, sorry. It will be the end of March. March 31st will be the next podcast where I'm going to talk about where are the Leafs now, where are the Raptors now, where are the Blue Jays. Got to talk about all of them, right? For those guys sports, it is your boy Mike, and I'm going to talk to you very, very, very soon, and you guys have a great one.